0: you doing michelle oh sorry <laughs> <laughs> what you doing I was just you on your phone checking, uh, what are you checking what's going on my business oh your business
1: make sure it's still intact all right you don't want messy business no.
0: Lucy goosey Lucy goosey <laughs> you don't do loosey-goosey in 2019 about to be 2020 well, maybe this is 2020 actually i think when this is happening
1: is it oh happy 2020 <laughs>
0: welcome to 2020 uh, we're from the uh past. <laughs> what do we want to tell our future selves? Before we get to that, while we ruminate on that one, welcome to No Lies Detected. I'm Megan Tongis. I'm Michelle Moore. It's a podcast. We talk about the truths you need to know and the lies you tell yourself. I forgot for Those a second. Dirty dirty um, lies. Hi. We're hi. 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 We just ate some delicious food that Michelle Moore cooked.
1: I mm-hmm. actually made some pre-meal uh d- Christmas dinner uh sure for my partner because we won't be together for Christmas so I made us a faux Christmas dinner mm-hmm. and a not not a not Christmas dinner dinner love a not
0: Christmas dinner dinner
1: and uh that was yesterday and so Megan and I ate some leftovers
0: today I came in and I ate the results of their love um being food <laughs> Could have been sexual, yeah. And your mind went there. It's <laughs> like I wasn't we, talking about what kind of podcast is this? This is that kind of podcast, is what that is. Mm-hmm. Um, also, Michelle in depth described how she may uh kill me if she were a serial killer, something well, that happened. If I was a serial killer, it was killer. like a reveal, it was a reveal in a movie.
1: You want, why don't you go ahead and tell them <clears throat> what I told you? Well,
0: you know, listen, telling stories so much um so as i was sitting there finishing my thanksgiving meal michelle then informed me that you know if she were going to if she were a serial killer if she were to do what she was going to do she has patience and so she would she would play this game she you know who's to say that there wouldn't be poison in the food that i was eating in that very minute now that i trusted her mm-hmm. now that we were friends well, who moved to the city to start a podcast with just seems a little convenient. Mm-hmm. how it all seems to line up mm-hmm. all to the point where I trust you enough to eat food with you, sitting across from you at thanks, Thanksgiving Christmas dinner mm-hmm. being revealed to me as I finished the last bite of my meal, mm-hmm. that that's how you would do it. It was a beautiful moment. Very and order SVU. You know,
1: if I had the kind of time
0: yeah, I held
1: that kind, maybe if I was a Scorpio, I would do that.
0: That is some Scorpio shit
1: um cuz scorpios have
0: time to hold grudges for as long as they
1: <laughs> as a whole vault of them yeah
0: that we pick open at any moment that we're in the mood to reminisce Listen. about it all I know is that as you said that, I cinematically saw it all unfolding before me. And it was like slow flashes <laughs> of every moment we've sat Scre- across. The very musher. creepy. Every little thing that you've said, you looked at me in a certain way and it was in a different way than you've ever looked at me. And it just, it unlocked the reality that maybe you've been playing. You've been playing this part the whole time mm-hmm. because I said something, I don't know, 10 years ago. Who knows? We don't remember it. And you've held on to it. And now I'm dead. Listen. We talked about how what we would want with it done with our ashes and our bodies tonight i mean there's a whole conversation it's like you got all the info i thought i was getting the information you were getting the information listen lulled me in like a little spider you gotta pay attention <laughs> my little water ass just wandering well, you get dead i got dead You're so dead. this is me from the afterlife mm-hmm. haunting michelle as i intend to do mm-hmm. i intend
1: you could never haunt me <laughs>
0: You're probably right, but I could fucking try. <laughs> and you, being a Scorpio, you definitely would. I'll try for the rest of your life. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm here now, bitch. You wanted me. <laughs> Cursed. What are you over there doing? What are you? What are you up to? I'm.
1: Tr- I, I'm having a conversation, but I'm realizing how high I am, and I'm like, I can't do all of these things at the same time.
0: I was gonna say, how many things would you like to multitask right I now? I don't want to
1: multitask anything. No. I just it took me for be.
0: four hours to warm up our food because it did. We were having a lot of conversation. We I was dragged so, so much several times in a beautiful way. Yeah. Um came from my from my my monthly uh alignment. <laughs> Walked into it. Also we described a show that we would love to shoot with you as the main character. Have a whole idea mm-hmm. for a plot. Script. The, the future a uh, future where you're very, very rich. And I, we have a home.
1: I was meant to be rich. I li- already live I am I am rich. I live my life richly. Richly and I live my life in a way that says fuck everybody else. Sure do. You know. The way that I live my life is equivalent to one rich people don't pay their taxes. That's kind of pretty much how I live my life. Yes. I'm like, what? I got to do what? No, I fucking don't got to do that.
0: <laughs> I reject that notion.
1: <laughs> i'm greater <laughs> you know the less than more than sign yeah more than
0: <laughs> works perfectly with your last name too put it on the t-shirt <laughs> michelle it's just a mathematical symbol <laughs> they know it's the more than podcast <laughs> with michelle moore <laughs> come on now i love that <laughs> wow the branding on that is beautiful <laughs> <laughs> when
1: people ask is that your real last name i'm like yep that's really my last name
0: <laughs> it works perfectly mm-hmm. um ooh, we got some emails okay uh oh is it actually email? oh we got okay i'm gonna click into this i'm scared
1: or are you scared, baby?
0: Cause
1: I don't know, man. Y'all sometimes I, I'm gonna be like Damon in um Shark Tank. I've been watching a lot of Shark Tank lately. And that was like, yo, 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 on front of me streets of New York. He was like, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> That's me. That's big me energy.
0: I'm done. Okay. Well, let's see if you're out of this one. Okay. The title is Finding the Words. Dear Megan and Michelle, I am seeking advice on how to get my point across to my father through listening to your podcasts and individual platforms over the last year or so i have come to recognize unhealthy relationships much easier without going into detail the relationship with my father is extremely manipulative and toxic something my husband has tried to gently tell me for years i have tried several times to bring it up to my dad and tell him how i feel elaborate on how i am not going to participate in this any longer my message is never received. I'm always told that isn't how I meant it. So, so why do you keep doing the same thing this, over and over again? The, the idea that you, you're like, I'm not going to, sh-, you show up, you arrive and you say, I'm not going to participate in this anymore. You're participating in it. You're right there.
1: I, I, I'm trying to understand. If you know that your father is toxic, mm-hmm. why are you, this don't make no sense to me. Your father is toxic. You know that he's toxic. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to sanely express to him why you're not going to do something and you're expecting what kind of answer? I
0: don't know. And also your husband apparently is the one that's been trying to gently for years tell you your dad's really toxic and you haven't been listening. Okay, let's keep going. We'll continue. My message is never received. I'm always told that isn't how I meant it, so let's let it go. But no apology or change is attached with it. Just the expectation that we can keep going. I haven't even gotten that point across yet, so I haven't hit the other topics of things that make me uncomfortable or feel insignificant. I don't know what the exact point is of what they're trying to tell them. You have you have helped me realize that this is a negative, <laughs> draining relationship. I can't do. With I don't you. know what you I just can't, did. I can't. I can't do it. You're trying to keep a straight, face. I don't <laughs> I don't know what you just said. Just I, f- said. I feel like I'm reading I- I'm reading a mathematical equation, <laughs> but something's missing and I don't know math well enough to understand it. Okay. <laughs> okay. You've helped me realize that this is a negative draining relationship and also, so move on! and also that just because it is a familial one, I am not required to participate. But you're participating because you're <laughs> fucking writing us. <laughs> You're sitting there being like, I keep going to my dad and I say, this isn't cool. And he says, well, too bad. And I just don't know how to get my point across that it's not cool. Well, here's a thought. Stop hanging out with him. Stop talking to him. Move away from it. You're trying to get him to. We were just talking about this of trying to change who people are of like not accepting that this is what they're doing and still participating in it and then being hurt by it. I just
1: I I. it's not done. I yet. I want better. What? there's more oh my God! my question is oh oh fix it (laughs) oh fix it fix it please fix it
0: how do i find words that will communicate to him that i'm done with this all together and that i wouldn't like to be contacted it seems like that's all i should have to say but his argument is always that you don't have that option when you're related he still contacts my husband and asks him to have him contact me so
1: let him keep doing that Let him yank on his
0: penis all day. Do you want to know what their signs are? It's a Scorpio with a Libra moon in Aries rising.
1: Well, you know, that Scorpio is drowning you. Okay. (laughs) Because
0: Scorpio drag day. Because
1: you love to drown yourself in grudges (laughs) and and feel self-righteous in a grudge. You cannot do that. You're just as foolish as your father. Why are you trying to make him do... Th- th- he, the very reason that it is toxic is because of the very thing you're looking for in removing yourself from the toxicity and telling him,
0: you are a fool! What are you doing? <laughs> he doesn't even care. He's brushing this off every time you bring it. Like, okay, yeah, okay, fine. You're
1: being played. Your father is playing you right now. And you are just like a bouncing ball. Mm-hmm. Just... I'm going to jump back in. Put me in, coach. Put me in again, coach. Put me in again. This time, put me in again. Now your husband. Oh, where? From this angle? Put me in this angle. (laughs) Listen, move on. Your father does not give a shit about respecting you or your decisions or your boundaries. So just release him now. Stop trying to... Find a way to get some sort of closure or whatever it is that you think that you, you, you
0: some response he's supposed to give you. I almost feel like they're like if they went this long and they didn't even they would not even realizing it. Their husband's trying throughout the years to tell them. And I just feel like the way they're saying it is so impersonal in, the, in a sense. It doesn't even feel like they asked what they really... That they really want like an apology it doesn't even seem like they really registered what's even the problem because they're not even saying what specifically the issue is it's you're not getting any specific examples right Right. there's no specific thing he said it's just that he'll say something say oh you're being too sensitive and now you want to have like an entire conversation where you run through it but you keep showing up to have the conversation so the only way for him to he's not gonna take you seriously but you could definitely make your presence not know or like listen
1: This Mm -hmm. person shouldn't be taking themselves seriously because they're doing foolish things. So I don't take you seriously. If you're really, really, really ready to move on from someone, you will stop going back from all these different angles, trying to make up some sort of scenario situation where, where you're looking like the fucking martyr or this person that's like, I did everything I was supposed to do, so. You're still not being different. The one thing that you have not done and the one thing that you keep doing is leaving yourself. Every single time you go to have a conversation with your father about how he could better his this or this or whatever, you are leaving yourself. You are giving your father all of the power over your life. That's the one thing that you're doing
0: consistently. Stop doing it. Next email. Struggling with how open I should be with new relationships, platonic and romantic. Hello, Megan, Michelle, and Precious Baby Margo. Wait, 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 wait. What's the email? Say it again. Struggling with how open I should be with new relationships. Okay. Hello, Megan, Michelle, and Precious Baby Margo. Armando here, big fan of both your guys' work. Michelle, you inspire me every day to live my truth and constantly learn how to better myself. Megan, you've been a long time icon for my constant work on my own body positivity and mental health and I honestly can't thank you both enough for what you do and how it's impacted my life you're welcome you are welcome I'll try and keep this as concise as possible this email um, I can't tell if it's concise or not it might just be big paragraphs I am a 22 year old gay man Sagittarius, Aries moon Scorpio rising god damn congratulations
1: what the fuck that's the best mix ever (laughs) fuck
0: it's a solid mix over the past few years i've been i've been through and put others through quite a lot of shit Mm -hmm. up until last year i was dealing (laughs) it's like you me and uh, zakara walking into a bar and being like pretty much here we are pretty much up until last year i was dealing with what i now realize were symptoms of type 2 bipolar disorder having received my diagnosis last year Along with ever fluctuating mood swings and bouts of depression, I convinced myself that my family despised me and unofficially moved out with my ex, whom I was in an extremely unhealthy eight-month relationship with. After the biggest blowout I had with my folks in my entire life, I live with my single mom and two grandparents. Me and my family have since patched things up and are constantly working on improving communication and having healthy boundaries with each other, but I still have some lasting damage from my ex. My ex was very aloof, and not engaged 90% of the time we were together. At one point, they fell asleep while I was having a panic attack after I specifically came to them for help. On top of answering, it doesn't matter either way upon me asking if they really wanted to be in the relationship near the end of it. And although I take full responsibility for allowing myself to invest my time in someone who wasn't fully interested in me, it's left some lasting damage in how open I allow myself to be with others since I buried a lot of my past and emotions with them. As I'd previously had a falling out with my friend group, due to my best friend deciding she didn't like gays anymore after she converted to evangelical Christianity, to which every single one of my friends came to her defense when I voiced how upset I was about this. Look at this Scorpio anger. So the time, my ex was the only person I felt I could place my trust in. In both platonic and romantic relationships, I've been struggling to finding the balance between opening up just enough and keeping a healthy distance. I try my best not to waste my time on people who are looking for things that I'm not and to know myself enough to trust my gut instincts about new people. But at the same time, I want to open up and make new friends, meet cute boys that won't hurt me while maintaining healthy boundaries and respect on my end for them and myself. My question is, are there any tips you guys have on how to go about finding a good balance between establishing boundaries and allowing openness with people without the constant fear of getting hurt? Any advice is appreciated. And if there are things I'm not seeing about myself or anything, you can tell me from just writing this. Please bestow upon me some brutal honesty that I probably need. Thank you both. Sending love your way. Armando.
1: Okay, precious Armando. Uh, Listen, I want to say this because... Boundaries has become the word of the fucking ear. Yes. And, and y'all are misusing it and don't know what it means. Mm-hmm. Okay. Boundaries are not for other people. They're for you. Yes. Okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And when I say that, what I mean is you have to create boundaries for yourselves so that y- you don't cross your own fucking boundaries. Mm-hmm. It's not about other people crossing you. OK, because people are going to do what they want to yeah. fucking it's not do about them walking up to the
0: line. Right. You're walking up. To right. The line and then and what are you going to
1: do? Are you going to allow? So if you're you're finding yourself in situation after situation where you're just like, I can't get out. I feel like I'm drowning. Why is this always happening? It is you. You have no boundaries for yourself. You have no standards for yourself and you're just crossing all the lines, all willy nilly, doing whatever you want to do and then expecting people to abide by some guideline or rule book based on your life. It's your fucking life. You're responsible for following the rules, not other people. Yeah. Hold yourself accountable, more accountable than just this keeps happening to me.
0: I don't know how to open up to people because they hurt me. First of all, you're going to get hurt. That's you. That's that, inevitable. You you going in and then projecting what happened with your ex to every single person because you were betrayed by someone who, first of all, was telling you they weren't in it, was showing you they weren't in it. And you just weren't at the place to recognize it. Now you do. That's not going to happen in the same way that it did. But you have to. It's not about other people being different or better or whatever. It's right. You. But
1: also, what's the alternative if you don't open up to people? what's the alternative yeah. then you end up by yourself and then what then you're sad because you're by yourself or you have nobody to mm-hmm. speak with or connect you're with to be hurt and so let's rewind back again what's the alternative the alternative is that you end up in a situation or situations where you're always like, there's nobody around me. I don't trust anybody. No, you don't trust yourself in mm. in choosing people. That's the problem. Yes, You are putting yourself in situations and keeping yourself in situations because of your fear of opening up. So as long as you have a fear of opening up, guess what? You're always going to c- come across situations where you're going to doubt yourself. You're go- going to be struggling to find a way out of something because you're not just trusting the fact that a relationship is not a relationship a relationship is not a relationship if you cannot at some point in more more times than none feel absolute fear and terror because Mm -hmm. it's new because, gosh, I never, I've never done anything like this. It's the point of a relationship. Yeah, that's the point of a relationship where you're, you're supposed to express and expand. And if you really want healthy relationships, you got to go through those things, too. Healthy rela- relationships don't just consist of feeling good all the time. No. It's
0: about learning things about yourself. And trusting that the person you're with is the one that you're supposed to learn those things with. Right.
1: And, and they will be until maybe they're not anymore. Mm-hmm. But you haven't lost anything. Just no. because you no longer have relationships with certain people that you thought you were gonna be have relations. Relationships are meant to come and go. Get what you can out of them and then move the fuck on because there's more out there for you. But I don't, don't you can't hinder yourself by stopping yourself from doing things because you're like, well, this happened in the past and now I don't trust people. Well,
0: every person's gonna do that. The only common variable there is you. Right people are going to continue to do this that's not how all people are right that doesn't even make any sense so in in this email when you say you know i know uh, i know myself enough to trust my gut instincts about new people that's not true because if you trusted your instincts about new people you wouldn't be sitting there stopping it because you're afraid of what they're going to do that's not you trusting anything right you're not feeling safe with anyone which means you don't trust any kind of instinct that tells you someone's a good person and or it's never telling you there's a good person which what's the common factor there Right. There's just no good people ever in the world around you in the entire city that you live in. That doesn't right. make sense. Right. Right. Doesn't make sense. So it's a question of if you can even recognize what's good around you, and if you can't, then it's you. Right. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Happy New Year. Hope that helped. All right. Let's do one more. Okay. Um. Let's see. I don't know. Sometimes you guys send emails and I'm like, are you telling us not to read it? Are you apologizing for sending it? Uh I think that one's like apologizing for something. People fighting with themselves. Okay. Dear Uh oh wait. I'm like I'm scared this is someone just being like, Can you read us? Yeah, whatever. Let's see. Dear Miss Moore and Miss Tangis. Hi, I hope this email finds you well. I'm a longtime fan of Miss Tonja since 09 brunette Bob Megan and a new fan of Miss Moore, I love your music as well. Thanks. Quick question. I'm an Aries dating a Pisces. My boyfriend is great and I love him very much, but I have literally zero response for any of my astrologically inclined friends when they insist that we're never going to last because of our signs. The only response I can come up with is, I'm an Aries, so I don't listen to shit, but that's not convincing them. Their counter argument, my boyfriend could up and leave my autistic ass and seeing as that oh you need to get these
1: fucking new friends these friends that's friends these
0: friends are fighting with you about that is not friends no look up the definition of friends that is not a friend i can't imagine a friend being like well your boyfriend could up and leave you what the fuck and seeing has i actually have asd type one i don't know necessarily what that is but which makes me a bit of a chore to deal with sometimes and he has free will it's a fair point not a good point to be honest i don't need to reply to my friends on this but i went to i want to astrology the astrologers no you don't no, no no the issue is that i'm clueless all the compatibility stuff i found online says so our relationship is basically shit. are these websites run by my astrology friends is there really no hope inquiring minds want to know here's our star charts that's too much information thanks so much for all you do especially for all the podcast episodes they keep me from having meltdowns is this
1: a teenager this has to be a teenager,
0: somebody who's oh, under the age of 22. I have no idea what their age is.
1: They, it feels young, but uh, they said Stop reading shit on the Internet. Stop listening to your fucking uh, shitty ass uh, shits because that's what they are.
0: Those people those are not, friends. those are not your friends. Okay. Those are not friends. Those Especially are not your friends. If they're having uh, situations that they're being serious about, that's not your fucking friend.
1: Those are not
0: your friends. All I, right? would n- I would never have a conversation with anyone. Those aren't grownups either. I've never have a conversation with someone be like, Oh, that will never ever work about someone in their own fucking relationship. No, and that's also not even an accurate understanding of astrology. astrology
1: out, out, outsta- uh, guys, stop stop thinking that you know things just because you read some book about astrology and you're regurgitating all of the things that you read about Mm -hmm. astrology okay it is tired stop doing it stop Picking and choosing people to be in your life based on their signs and stuff.
0: It's meant to be a tool. It's not meant to like it, divvy out who's good from bad based on guys, who you are.
1: I can't even get into that. Like that in itself, I feel stupid telling you about how <laughs> stupid it is. And I'm not gonna do that because I'm not a fool. So <laughs> that's not your friend. Can you
0: imagine walking around and being like, oh, I want to be your friend, but you're um an Aquarius? <sighs> Can't do it, sorry. Just no possibility. Possibility based on anything that I know that you could work. That's not how astrology even would work. Anyone can work with anyone. It's a matter of are you your best self? Are you do do you work with each other? Not everyone's going to work with you, but it's not because they're all Aries or Pisces or you know Leos or whatever. You know who I feel bad
1: for? I feel bad for the Pisces okay because he's dating someone (laughs) who's looking up things Uh, trying to figure out if they're compatible or not Uh, that poor person that that is trusting that you're in something with them for just being you should be protecting that
0: you shouldn't be Uh, worried about your friends letting them get over yourself
1: and those are not your friends not your friends next
0: (laughs) okay um well, this is just some praise for us before we go. I like praise. Hello, ladies. I'm going to comment in the podcast, but I'm still figuring out how. I know a millennial who doesn't know how to comment on a podcast. Face palm. This is the fucking Leo. What is this? But in the meantime, I wanted to say thank you. I can't tell you in words or even expression how much I've learned from both of you. Self-worth, honesty, boundaries, healing, just so much. I began this podcast in a really lonely place. I wanted deep connections to friends and was realizing I didn't have them along with a lot of other emotional stuff. I think I went a little off the rails for a bit and got a little fangirly, but you two quickly helped me see what was wrong with that and how to admire you as people in your work while also respecting you, your and my own boundaries. I admire your friendship and the way you both connect and work together. Listening and watching you two made me realize that I want friendships like that and that I'm worthy of them. You're both sort of my role models, which I hope is okay. This is all to say that I don't stand you, but I admire, respect, and support you both. Thank you for the beautiful things you're doing and being the beautiful people that you are. Your voices are changing so many people's lives. I know they've changed mine. Um, yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed to say their name or not. So. Okay. Well, stop
1: telling people what you're not and what you don't do.
0: Because that, that just means that you are and then, then
1: you do do that. <laughs> That's the first note. <laughs> okay. Thank you for those kind words. We appreciate it. But stop doing that. Just say what you say. And who, who cares what people's interpretations of what that possibly could mean means? Who cares? Yeah. You, you mean something from the heart? Speak it from the heart. You don't have to talk about say it from the heart, say it from the heart, say it from. But I don't mean this because I'm not that type of person. Yeah. Just speak from your heart. That's it. You don't have to tell us what you don't what have You to don't qualify do. with a bunch of. No, you don't. No. Take that pressure off of yourself. We don't need it. We didn't ask for it,
0: and you don't deserve that. But we'll take all the compliments. Thank you so much. Yes, we will. Thank you so much. Uh, Listen, if you want to give us compliments, you can do that all day, every day by leaving us a review on our podcast on iTunes or any place you listen to podcasts. But also, if you want to support us, you could give us your money. Anchor.fm forward slash no lies detected for 99 cents or more per month. You can support us and this Christmas tree staying lit yeah we appreciate you i'm coming down just don't do it to us it's going to be a whole different vibe in here i don't know what i'm gonna do we need that (laughs) (laughs) You're like i'm doing this for you i'm changing (laughs) it up we need that um you can find me making talent just on most things
1: i'm michelle moore all over the place and you're here you're better you're welcome.
0: welcome Have fun, bitch.